Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Thursday, October 26th, 2023. Today's poem is by Christine Perrin, and it's called Reading Telemachus. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it a second time. Reading Telemachus. Swaddled in sheepskin, the door latched by Eurycleia. All night he takes his own counsel, weighs wisdom's course. Should he search out the wine-dark sea? At dawn he summons the full assembly, Cyprus staff in his unpractised hand, to speak and weep with the men who knew his father. Next scene he provisions the ship he will leave on. Each autumn the brine and measure of this tale are on my tongue. Everyone tells me it's about fathers and sons, impossible returns, and the immortality of home. But in your sixteenth year, when you take my hand across the table, or we are dining late, I read your unswerving face, your shoulders tilt. I discover it's about leaving after all. If you have been listening to the Daily Poem for any great length of time, uh, it's likely you're familiar with Christine Perrin and her work already. Uh, she is uh, a gifted contemporary poet, but she's also uh, a gifted teacher of poetry and literature more generally, uh, a gift she has applied at the likes of Johns Hopkins University, Gordon College, Messiah College. Uh, she has worked with the Pennsylvania Arts Council, and other similar organizations. Uh, she has published uh, a collection of poetry entitled Bright Mirror, from which this poem comes, as well as a work of nonfiction about poetry entitled The Art of Poetry. And she's also the poetry editor for Circe Institute's Forma Journal, and she teaches other teachers how to teach poetry uh, through courses on Classical U, uh, the teacher training program for the Classical Academic Press. She is also uh, a lovely person. <laughs> when I first read this poem, uh, it struck me immediately as the kind of poem uh, only a teacher could write. Now, that might be a strange statement. Perhaps you think uh, it's the kind of poem only a parent could write. I think that's true, too. Uh, but I'll, I'll work up to making my case for that claim. It begins with Telemachus. Uh, this is Odysseus's son, the boy who grows up without his father uh, as Odysseus fights in the Trojan War and then struggles to return home. Telemachus has come to the age of manhood, but without his father present, uh, his uh, growth into that manhood uh, has been uh, gradual and imperfect. And now prompted by the goddess Athena, he's considering leaving home for the first time, making a journey into the wider world to search for news of his father. But uh, I love the way that this poem captures, even in those 
epic events, uh, something of the universal teenager, especially the teenage boy. In the first stanza, uh, he is shut in his room, alone with his thoughts, thinking it all out, asking and answering the big questions. Maybe he's gotten some, he's certainly gotten some counsel uh, in Telemachus's case, but now it's up to him to, to turn it over and, uh, and make a decision. And then at dawn, he comes forth from his bedroom to announce to the world the big decision that he's made. And then the poem turns to the speaker's own experience. And I read this third stanza as the words of a teacher. Each autumn, the brine and measure of this tale are on my tongue. Everyone tells me it's about fathers and sons and possible returns and the immortality of home. Uh, it could be that uh, Christine Perrin just has a personal uh, ritual in which she reads the uh, Odyssey out loud every autumn, <laughs> but more likely than not, uh, it's a text that she teaches to students every autumn. And when you teach a great piece of literature to students, you naturally discuss uh, the major themes of the work, and uh, the older and more famous the work is, uh, the more established and agreed upon those major themes are. But there's uh, a unique experience that one you have and begin to have more often uh, as you have children and teach uh, works of literature those two things begin to overlap more and more. And sometimes at the most unexpected moments, you'll be struck uh, by a work that you might have read a dozen times or taught a dozen times, uh, or even some fact or insight that you have spoken a dozen times. And then the th that 13th or 14th time, you hear it uh, in a new way. Uh, you see the way in which uh, it's speaking not only about uh, a universal experience or the particular experience of uh, the characters in the piece of fiction, but about you and your own life and your own experience. Uh, I remember a decade ago, uh, tearing up in front of a group of confused <laughs> and uncomfortable sixth graders uh, as I attempted to teach to them uh, the story of Abraham sacrificing Isaac for the first time after the birth of my first son. Uh, they didn't quite understand why I was having such a moment. So here she finds that this work uh, of art, this work of literature uh, that she has become so familiar with and grown so used to, uh, takes on a new uh, sense of poignancy when uh, she has a child ready to graduate into adulthood uh, and leave home to search out the wine dark sea. Sure, it's about fathers and sons. Sure, it's about impossible returns. Sure, it's about the immortality of home. Uh, but when 
you're a parent and you face the prospect of a child leaving for good, at least in some sense. Uh, all those all those other beautiful ideas uh, take a back seat. It's a great uh, testimony to uh, the continued relevancy of great works like Homer's Odyssey, and also to the uh, beautiful but sometimes uh, painful reality of raising children uh, in order to make yourself uh, as a parent somewhat redundant. I'll read the poem one more time. Reading Telemachus Swaddled in sheepskin, the door latched by Eurycleia, all night he takes his own counsel, weighs wisdom's course. Should he search out the wine-dark sea? At dawn he summons the full assembly, cypress staff in his unpractised hand, to speak and weep with the men who knew his father. Next scene he provisions the ship he will leave on. Each autumn the brine and measure of this tale are on my tongue. Everyone tells me it's about fathers and sons, impossible returns, and the immortality of home. But in your sixteenth year, when you take my hand across the table where we are dining late, I read your unswerving face, your shoulders tilt. I discover it's about leaving after all. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or support the show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. For Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.